You're listening to DraftKings Network. Tonight on The Cooligans, we are discussing the NWSL Challenge Cup, the MLS is back tournament, Liga MX coming back, <laughs> everything. Soccer is returning to North America. Uh, we're a little terrified, uh, but we are happy to be seeing the beautiful game. Absolutely. We're also going to be talking to Sebastian Salcedo of Pumas, a Liga MX player right here on our show. Crazy. For real. <laughs> <laughs> that and more on this episode of The Cooligans. Hi, this is Ashlyn Harris. And Allie Krieger. And you are listening to our best friends and favorite comedians. The Cooligans, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Yeah, baby! Okay, we are here. We are back. Still at home. <laughs> we yes, are not going anywhere. Big, what a roller coaster that's been. Yeah. All right. Uh, that is how I cry. Uh, we can't go nowhere. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Yes, we uh, we are the Cooligans, and we're still here. We're still we're back. Look, we uh, Fubo TV had a little bit of uh, you know uh, a little bit of a hiatus uh, on uh, on our show. So, uh, but now we're back. Everybody has uh, got a little vacation. We are all rested, and we are right. here to bring you all you know all the comedic soccer news you, that you need. It was two weeks right on the brink of people starting to text us, yo, y'all still doing that show, right? <laughs> we're like, yes. <laughs> we're still, we're still here. We have not been canceled or so let go. <laughs> they don't want the producers to get a little vacay. You know what I mean? Get to work. We need our cooligans. Exactly. Uh, so hello, everyone. My name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. All right. Uh, like I said, we are the cooligans. We are your favorite mm-hmm. stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show on television. That's right. We're right here. But we're not just that, by the way. And by the way, comedy, is, is, are we still stand-up <laughs> comedians? Uh, but we also happen to be the gulliest show. <laughs> yeah, I think at this point we're just two guys with mental disorders on television. Uh, yeah. That's all. Oh, well, add us to the list. <laughs> uh, we are two guys who used to do stand-up. Although I did do I did do a live show uh, since uh, over the hiatus. And okay. it was on the street. It was on the street. So yeah. in New York City, if you don't know, they've taken the cars, the, the car parking spot uh, in front of the restaurant and have turned it into a little patio. So I was in one patio and across the street in the other patio of the restaurant across the street was the audience. Yeah. And in between us were cars and skateboarders <laughs> and a dude on a motorcycle who tried to show off and almost smacked directly into my car. <laughs> I was like, what are the odds? <laughs> we should yeah. not be doing stand up outside. Yeah, that's uh look, we're uh, yeah, this is how badly people need to laugh that uh, they uh-huh. go through these uh lengths, you know, to 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 do comedy in front of incoming traffic. That's how badly we need it. Yeah. Have you ever been heckled by a jitney bus? <laughs> Bruh. A little old Latina lady just trying to get to Brooklyn. Oye, muerte. I gotta get home. No, but look, even throughout these uh, uh, these last two weeks, yes, we haven't been able to do stand-up very much, but we have been able to watch soccer in the United States. The NWSL uh, kicked things off with uh, the NWSL Challenge Cup, so that's been... Uh, wildly entertaining super fun it's so incredible if you guys are not watching this 
Please do. It exactly. is so good. I mean, look, there, uh, to be honest, there's been a couple duds, a couple nil-nil. You know, That's going to happen. Ha- you have those from time to time. But from you know, then you have the, the, the three-three like Houston Dash games and stuff like yeah. that. So those, <laughs> those are fun uh, as well. And also the, the- Lindsey Horan headers alone <laughs> are worth the price of admission. Exactly. Uh, and uh, the MLS is back tournament uh, also returned last, uh, you know, MLS returned last week. MLS is back. MLS is front. MLS is bottom. All of it is there, dude. <laughs> okay. It sounds like a dance move. All right. <laughs> MLS is neck. MLS is back. Lick my... Anyway. <laughs> okay. I didn't know MLS could twerk like that. All okay. Right. MLS. <laughs> Damn, girl. You feeling yourself? <laughs> You've been locked up for four months. I get it. All right. Yeah. You just, you know, it's... uh, You, you, you just be yourself. All right. All right. Yo, Garber got his groove back. <laughs> I'd watch that. Right. <laughs> so look, it is. It, um, I mean, we've had uh, some just incredible uh, games, right? Uh, you know, it's, it's, if we can start with the MLS is back tournament, right? Let, let's at least recap uh, some of the incredible games. Uh, not every team has played yet. As we're recording this, uh, Toronto and DC United are currently playing. Uh, and finally. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's know? right. You know, I, like, how about we start there? Yeah, that, that was there was a, a a bit of a scare because uh, we had some inconclusive and false positive uh, COVID nineteen tests on on uh, D, uh, one DC United player and one Toronto FC player, uh, which postponed the game to right now. You know, when, when we're recording this, supposedly though, one team just didn't show up. I think it was Toronto. Was like, oh, there's a there's a positive. We're staying in the hotel. We good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call- Let's do it on FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> Call me when you sold all that out. All right? I, no, I'll go. You just let me know when it's safe to go. <laughs> So uh, look, it, it, we've we said it even before. Like, yeah, and we talked to several players. This stuff, safety is the most uh, important thing. Important thing, uh, uh, and and people are a little nervous and a little scared, and and it makes uh, all the sense in the world, especially with everything that's going on in Florida. We just wish uh, for for players to to you know obviously come back home safely. That's really yeah. all uh, kind of we're we're focusing on. So hopefully, but the fact the- that it is a false positive is at least a little bit of a sort of comfort that knows the protocol seems to be working and for all the fear that was associated with this which is rightfully so yeah it seems as though things are relatively as normal as can be and as safe as can be so you know i'm really happy for that thank god it is a, a false uh, a false positive exactly and yeah because i don't want to feel guilty about all this dope soccer i get to watch right you know? i mean i don't want to i don't want to know that something bad's happening you know what i mean while i'm enjoying myself you know tell me later you know? okay you know i don't want to acknowledge the, yeah. the the truths of <laughs> Of, uh, no. of anything, I'm an American, bro. That's how look. You- as far as I'm concerned, I just got a good deal on this diamond. I don't need to know how it was procured from the earth. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I just like let's just focus on its affordability. Okay? Yeah, yeah. As far as I'm, you know, look, this meat happens to be wildly juicy, and it was pretty inexpensive. I mean, if I gotta think beyond that, beyond simply how it affects me right now, I feel like you're asking. For a lot, it's way too much. Okay, nah, uh, you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to watch. Uh, the, you know the the incredible free kick from Lucas Zelada Young, uh, right? and then all of a sudden have this deep sense of guilt about why I right? get to see such an incredible goal. 
I get to enjoy that without the existential crisis that becomes associated with what happens if I just throw this plastic bottle in the regular garbage? You know what I mean? Like, is it really? The island's already pretty big. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Look, this it's the American way. All right. Yeah. I don't need free range. I just give me a range. You, you know? know? I mean? I, you know, and, and shout out to the NWSL Challenge Cup because they have not had any of these issues, right? They, they, they picked the correct state to do something like this. No food, <laughs> photos. Everyone's having a good time. Everybody's People like, are high-fiving. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's like a child's playpen area on the field. The kids like, are sliding. <laughs> they're happy. They're like that, 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 that gif of the little kid going down the slide. They're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or did you see the, one, the video of the dog that runs up and does the slide at the theme park over and over again? Yeah. That's life in, in Utah right now, man. People are just having okay. a good time. They got a nuclear family out there in the NWSL Challenge Cup. They're just having right? a good it's time. A game. Goddamn Rembrandt painting. <laughs> I just want to make sure. I give a shout out to uh, Adam Mulligan, uh, Gully Squad, who sent uh, who sent us these uh, pescara kits from yeah. Italy. I got mine, but you know how I do. I let myself quarantine for a few days. No offense, you know, but it's going from one epicenter to another. So I'm going to let it sit for a little bit. You know what I mean? But it is dope. I'm just wearing I'm just wearing my virus all over me. Right. You're just (laughs) letting it raw dog that skin, baby. Just getting that virus right through the pores. Shout out to uh, Gully's Squad. Shout out to Adam uh, for uh, the hookup. We appreciate it. They're Uh, beautiful. And we also should announce the uh, our NYCFC, uh, NYCFC show. I was gonna say yeah. sea, like uh, like or she. Uh, You're like <laughs> seashells by the seashore over here. You gotta fix your mouth a little bit. Say, say NYCFC. NYCFC. Show. show NYCFC show uh, NYCFC at home with the Cooligans, uh, which is the name of the show. We wanted something longer than it's always sunny in Philadelphia. That was our that was our plan. <laughs> <laughs> but I, this is incredible. We have a show with an official soccer club. Yes, uh, which, you can, which you can watch on NYCFC's YouTube channel. So YouTube.com slash NYCFC and watch it, uh, especially before any of the uh, matches during the MLS, MLS's back tournament. We'll be doing like a fun little pregame type show. Uh, so please, please check that out because it's, uh, it's been super fun. The, the it's first like a happy one, hour, baby. Uh, the you first know? <laughs> two are currently available. So go uh, go and see that. So, um, yeah, so to... Today, obviously, uh, tonight on the show, you we uh, will be talking to Sebastian Saucedo uh, of Pumas. Uh, That's right. <laughs> our first Liga MX player. Liga MX is uh, scheduled uh, uh, to. Uh, it's already the, the matches are currently going on. Uh, it's as like far a, as, this is their MLS's back tournament is happening right now called Copa por Mexico, but their Apertura starts pretty soon. Starts in about a week. Yes, it is Liga MX. Ah, regresado. Yeah. <laughs> Estamos aquí mismo. <laughs> it's a, a little different, little different, little different energy. Yeah, yeah, but you get the point, okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it's uh, an absolute honor for us to to have a Liga MX player uh, on on the show. It's it, it is pretty surreal uh, that that you know, look, you know, we we're, we, we're getting MLS players, NWSL players, and and then uh, to have Liga MX players, which Liga MX is the most watched league uh, in this country. So uh, it, it's great that we finally have the opportunity to kind of uh, you know display the, some of the like- character from the league. We're kind of like players in America, right? Like we got into MLS and NWSL. We're clearly good enough for that. Now other leagues are starting to look at us. You know what I mean? Mm, right? Okay. We're going to Mexico. <laughs> We're showing off a little bit. Oh, yeah. Maybe we get a little trip to Europe or something. You know what other I mean? Other leagues are like, yo, why you with him though? Yeah, right? Maybe we get a trial. Just come test the waters, my G. 
kick the ball around a little bit. Let's see if some magic happens. You know. So yes, yeah, so, uh, one thing uh, that we 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 didn't necessarily get to in the conversation with him. But so this uh, this happened about two weeks ago. We had this conversation before we we took the the hiatus. So just uh, keep that in mind as you are watching. We're not talking about really current things, uh, especially you know the the the, the standings in in the the, the Copa por Mexico and and their tournament and everything like that. So this is, uh, you know, this this conversation happened before that. But one thing we didn't really get a chance to talk to, Sebastian Salcedo used to go by Bofo Salcedo on right. when he was at, on, on RSL. But no and more. No more. So we didn't get to it because we were told he does not go by that name anymore. So we did not want to offend our first Liga MX player by right. already calling him the wrong name. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh yeah so that did not come up but hopefully we'll get him back on the show maybe what you know i think we've built a rapport and we can finally talk about that one day absolutely uh, all right so uh we'll be back with sebastian salcedo of pumas right after this Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the episode. We just want to bring it with one from one of our sponsors, us and you. That's right. Gully Squad out in full force. Uh, That's right. Out. I mean, you mean in, in full force. We are staying inside. <laughs> we, are, we are outdoors <laughs> spreading this disease. That's what we do. Gully Squad. We cough in everyone's mouths, <laughs> But we, dude. we're spreading gulliness, all right? None, That's of, that, right. none of that COVID nonsense. Nah, dude. We're, sp- we're spreading COVID-69. <laughs> okay. That's the fun one. Yeah, dude. You didn't think you'd want it in the beginning, but when you get it, you're like, you know what? It's kind of fun. So, yes, uh, shout out to, 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 to Gully Squad. And, uh, yeah, for people who help uh, support the show, help us uh, put out more content. We've been doing a lot more stuff, especially uh, on uh, live streaming. Uh, they've been a part of it as well. We've been doing stuff on Twitch. It's been really, really fun. Uh, even though, yeah, we're stuck at home, we're, we can still uh, do some fun stuff and, and give, you know, whether it's a exclusive content a dope slack channel uh we're, we're still uh putting out great work uh and then that's all because of gully squad absolutely and they they support us and we want to we want to make sure that that's uh we give them back some cool content and also we want to make sure we find other people that want to come hang out in this Slack channel because so far it is pretty lit it's all it's pretty awesome exactly so if you want to join gully squad all you got to do is go to soccercooligans.com and click on the join gully squad button it's right there on the menu it's at the top it is at the bottom uh very visible easy to find and it's uh it's a great community and there's also uh great perks obviously we you know the gully squad was invited to our birthday party and uh, how lit was that i mean they got to they got to hang out with who are some of the folks they got to hang out with, Alexis? I mean, it was a wild time that I'm <laughs> kind of forgetting that because I drank so heavily. But we had Sal Volcano of the Impractical Jokers come through. Yeah, that's right. Okay. We, we, that's right. The Impractical Jokers. We had Alexi Lalas come through, who some say is a kind of a clown. Right? Yeah, see, <laughs> so he's he's a less practical joker. Uh, he's uh, he also serenaded us yeah. right with a guitar. Ellie Menjum of Darby Days hey. and Copa ninety fame. We had a, uh, Mart- Zach Valentine, Cal Martino, Edson Buttle. Yes. I mean, everybody uh, was there. It was super super fun. Uh, so those are some of the cool uh, perks that come with being uh, uh, in Gully Squad, and and we try to give everybody a really fun and unique experience that you may not be able to get everywhere else 
if you you know just a casual soccer fan so feel free to join uh again uh you can uh, subscribe at what like whatever level and whatever you want to give every month uh and there's different uh you know perks for uh, the, the different levels as well so make sure uh go, again go to soccercoolings.com uh click on the join gully squad button and come aboard toot toot <laughs> All right, baby, we're back. Wow, I am excited, yo. We got our first Liga MX player on this, this show. This is huge. I mean, this is uh, this is huge for us. I mean, look, we did it, Alexis. This is it, right? Once we've done <laughs> this, we could just shut the whole thing down, right? Okay. <laughs> I mean, we did it, bro. No, but we know, like, you know, when it comes to uh, who watches, uh, what what league is the most watched in the United States, it's Liga MX, man. It and, ain't uh, even close, bro. Uh, so it, we're excited to have our first Liga MX player on this and show. What excites me is that one of my favorite sandwich shops in Queens has named the biggest torta after this. I mean, I'm not kidding. The thing's monstrosity. There's a challenge to see if you could finish it by yourself. I'm not going to tell you whether I have or haven't, but of course I have. Right? So I'm just excited that maybe I could show this dude this clip and be like, look, my dude scores bangers from the left wing. Put me, let me get a sandwich, my guy. I'm so excited. You may know him if you're an RSL fan because he started as a homegrown there, now plays a left wing for Pumas in Liga Americas. Ladies and gentlemen, unless you're driving, and if you are, Pull to the side of the road and put your hands together <laughs> for the one, the only, Sebastian Salcedo! <laughs> Sebastian, you uh, thank you so much uh, for joining us, man. I, I mean, first of all, that, uh, we have to ask, how are you doing? Uh, where where are you currently? Uh, and how is the, the preseason going? I'm in actually in a hotel right now. It's it's kind of crazy. You know, we, we just started preseason. It's been very very different from my past preseasons you know as you guys can see i i look pretty dead <laughs> you know, i look so dead and, and and you know i it's a whole different you know world out here with preseason that's for sure what is yeah. what is it what is just for people especially young guys that are listening um that are watching that are like yo i want to play in league i he's you know what it, just a difference in preseason between mls and and the league i Mackey's club especially one as historic as pumas yeah, I mean, we run every day and we have double sessions every single day. And, you know, we, we have a very, very um, uh, high-ended coach. You know, he's a Real Madrid legend. And, you know, he was a legend with Hugo Sanchez, Butragueño, and all those type of players. So, you know, they're European-based. So the more you run, the better you're going to be. So I, I ran probably about more than 10 miles every day and it's it's insane oh jeez <laughs> like, it's, it's it's crazy and and yeah like I, like i said like that's that's probably a difference between what i've had in the past where maybe one training session then you rest the whole day to be able to perform the next day and, and it's very very different yeah are we I, sure this is a soccer preseason training or torture do, do we need to airlift you <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to I, save I, you? <laughs> we we I got to the first training session. That my first touch was a brick. I was like, oh, we need to finish with this with this running. Uh, as as far as the you know the 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 coronavirus concerns and a lot of those issues, like look, it's affecting every sport. It's, a, it's affecting every single industry. How are uh, how is it? How do you feel it's handled? And how exactly what's going on for Liga MX as far as uh, how how they're approaching the return to play? I, I just think it's very very difficult here in Mexico City because Mexico City is such a big, big place. You know, it's like a New York. It's it's like one of those big cities. So, um, 
it's been it's been handled very very professional here with with Pumas, just such as you know being together in a hotel room and then you know wearing you know taking our precautions and all that type of stuff so i think it's been handled well i think um you know whatever we try to do is just not to con- you know be contagious with each other or yeah, yeah. stuff like that small groups and all that so it's been well you know we haven't had any issues you know yet but just around us is this big city so we need to be also aware of what can happen yeah have you okay. thought about maybe telling the coach like you know coronavirus affects your lungs and we're running a lot maybe we chill on this running you know what <laughs> hey, i mean just relax a little bit. <laughs> i mean i brought these charts should we pull up the charts i'm just saying <laughs> no, dude, it's, it's 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 you know i tell you what it's difficult but i enjoy it a lot uh, yeah. I, I try to get better as a player you know aside of all that you know you learn a lot of things you know off the field with this being a call a big college and a big club you learn on how to take care of yourself you know nutrition wise and and schooling wise so it's 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 probably been the best thing that could have ever happened to me and not That's just awesome. on the field but off the field yeah I, and you know as a you know i watch a a, a lot of liga mx games and and i i've never really like picked a team i i've had to like learn like i'm dominican right so we yeah, baseball now. it's like i'm now I'm, i have to like <laughs> learn i'm like who's okay club america all right now i get who's the rival monterrey and all this other stuff so what is it uh what does it mean uh for you and, and maybe what's your history with liga mx and with pumas like what does it mean to to wear that crest for you I, I never expect I, I I expected to come to the Liga MX. I just never expected to be to come to a big club. You know, this is a historically at least I would say top three historical team. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and for me to be able to wear this crest represents the fan base too. You know, not just the club but the fan base. And if you see fan bases in Liga MX that you know there's riots, there's they hate each other, tattoos. You know, all that type of stuff, you know, at the end of the day for us, what we do, the fans make us players, you know, they make us famous. So why we have to give them our all in training so we can be able to, you know, perform the way they want us to see us every Sunday when we play. You know what I mean? It's not easy. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they're they're cheering for us 90 minutes. You know, why not give it our all those 90 minutes? So yeah. we're happy. Do you have any cousins or something that when you sign, they're like Club America fans? And you're like, nah, chill, you better switch up. <laughs> I do. I actually do. My cousin, you know, he, he actually played for the academy for the first year and went to like GA Cup. And, you know, he's a big, big, um, you know, America fan. But, you know, I I grew hate, man. I grew hate towards, you know, America, Cruz Azul. Cruz Azul, yeah. All the other all Mexico City. Here, you yeah. know what I mean? I, I grew hate and I grew love with this club, you know, and and... The way I see it is if I respect everyone in this club, you know, it's one love, man. It's 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 the club or nothing. And you're against you're you're, you're this club and you're against the whole world, like this whole league I make is because no one hates every I mean, everyone hates the top clubs. They yeah. all want to beat us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's an, it's definitely enjoyable. What what is Dude, it going to feel whole like? The world, man. It's so <laughs> is, is there any thought about uh, playing it? You know, possibly playing games without fans. Uh, how is yeah, that? How they going to affect your performance? Gonna be, it's going to suck, man. Like it's just like anywhere else in the world. You know, it's going to definitely suck. But at the end of the day, we do what's best, and it's play. You know, 
every weekend and at least if we're playing every weekend and you guys can watch it on tv that's very that's something where we can start from you know you know i i want to talk about the u.s men's national team because you are a player uh who was uh you were on the the qualifying roster to for yeah. uh, for the olympics uh, i was really looking forward to these games again the the u.s men's national team had has not had not made it to the olympics in what the last two cycles Beijing, right yeah, yeah. so it's, it's been a while and and everybody was like a little bit more you know optimistic uh this time around you were announced on the roster and then like literally a couple of days later uh they canceled the olympics so uh, obviously heartbreaking just for for me as a fan but how, how did it uh affect you oh you said it right there i think it was very very heartbreaking one because you know i'm a 97 full player so you know it's gonna take another year for this whole thing to stop or whatever and what if you're not eligible to play right since that 97 pool you know what i mean but other than that you know um like I said, I've never felt so good soccer-wise. I've never felt so fit. I was ready to go. I felt like I was top of my game, and I could have led the group, you know, to be able to get results for us to go to Tokyo. And I think, you know, I've had conversations with Jason, and, and you know, I, I really felt like I could have been a leader, you know, learning so many things here. And, you know, being a leader doesn't just be on the field, but off the field, too. So I, I felt really, really comfortable in, in going in and, and kind of taking charge of that. Yeah. Now let's let me ask you about playing for in Liga Amakis, doing well in Liga Amakis, and playing for a club at the level that Pumas is. Do you think this helps you with your ability to get in the senior men's team uh, for US? And is anyone in your ear about trying to play for Mexico? Like, who do we have to call and tell to chill? Because we need you on this men's <laughs> national team for US. <laughs> yeah. No. It's 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 literally where where. Um, I, I got here in January, and that same January, I was supposed to go do that January camp with the national team. So, you know, I could have possibly debuted. Was it against Costa Rica where they played? I forgot I, where I, they. Yeah, I forgot. I, but yeah, with the January camp, which is a really okay. good opportunity yeah, to get your well, first steps into the senior team. Exactly, and I and you know, I I even though if it was January, I know I felt fit as well because I was already coming in, and we had I think our first game was the 9th of January, if I'm not mistaken. That's where I scored my first goal. But, you know, I, I feel I feel like, you know, I don't know, it's really weird to say. I just haven't gotten really the opportunity to go to one of the camps, you know, and I feel like I, I'm playing at such a big club in Mexico and, you know, I'm doing well and I'm getting, you know, nine starts out of the 11 games and why haven't I gotten called up? You know, there's players that play in championship. Yeah, it's different. It's England. I understand. I get it. But maybe... Is, is the reason why other players get called up is because they're in Europe, you know, and not in Mexico. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of little factors, and I, I don't understand it sometimes. I think there's other players that deserve the opportunity that are playing a lot of games in the MLS, and they don't get the opportunity. So, you know, it's very, very tough. This is what yeah. Christian and I have said. We'll do this for free. Let us be the Latino, like, you know, uh, coordinators or, or liaisons for, <laughs> for the liaisons. <laughs> Well, we'll call and be like, oye, chico, how's shit going, papa? We'll just Latino it up and just to make uh, people feel comfortable. You know what I mean? Because yeah, it exactly. seems like no shots at men's at, at U.S. soccer, but it seems like in the men's side, it seems to be the Latino players that sometimes are kind of left wondering, am I a part of it? Am I not? Man, I don't know if you guys, like, I know you guys watching and all, but, like, you guys realize how difficult Liga Mekis is? Like, yeah. big it is, they have got Gignac. You know, America has a lot of good players, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, 
Wheeler went from America to Betis, you know, yeah. and, and and other players. But Tigres has Ener Valencia, you know, Kignac, yeah. you know, Vargas, you know, all those type of players, and no one realizes how difficult it is to play here. Yeah. And and you know, sometimes I'm not gonna say that this league is better than the Portuguese league or. Oh, you could say that. This is the show to say that. <laughs> I'd say that. <laughs> yeah. No, a hundred facts. This is I bet you I bet you Pumas could not only play but do really well against a Benfica. Why not? Yeah, no, I mean and it's it's and it's just crazy to think, you know, a lot of people don't respect it and I'll tell you why, because they compete against the MLS and that shouldn't be there is there should be a competition, but you know what there should be? A help on how both leagues can get better. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, For sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I just... <laughs> Yeah, we, we I, had a question from uh, one of our fans, MJ Lee. Uh, she had asked, how could U.S. soccer show more love to dual national Mexican-American players so that more will want to play for USA? So we talk about this often about how, you know, they, you know, um, uh, why am I forgetting his name? Uh, Jonathan uh, Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Yeah. Um, like those issues, those, those dual national. Is there anything that you feel from U.S. soccer that, that where they can kind of improve that or are they essentially doing their best and this is a kind of situation that we all have to live with it's opportunities so at the end of the day it comes down to opportunities are you going to tell me that jonathan gonzalez was not one of our best midfielders that we had in u.s soccer he goes and starts for monterrey on a team that's top yeah and he's playing with funes mori he's playing with you know a lot of top players dorlan pavon and he and you're going to tell me that he can't go to the u20 world cup or he can't be at least given a shot to go to the senior national team bro he's starting for the one of the best teams in mexico yeah yeah you know and he's a consistent starter and they won it yeah yeah i mean what where where can he go wrong what can he do it wasn't a wrong idea that he left the u.s you know and and the reason why i didn't leave was because of the opportunity i talked to tab tab told me tab was straight honest with me you know, he thought that I was a very important player, and that's why I decided to come to the U.S., and I felt comfortable with that. You know, I felt like Tab gave me that opportunity. And and by the way, Tab's, you know, coaching staff was phenomenal. I enjoyed it. The U-20s, I enjoyed it. And maybe we'll cross someday. Dude, you beasted oh, it, too. What, 15 matches, seven goals at the U-20 yeah. World Cup? Damn. Yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's why I, I think, honestly, Christian and I can help. Like, a situation like Jonathan Gonzalez, we show up, we go to the backyard, we dig the, the, pit, the pit for the barbacoa, we have a conversation, <laughs> right? <laughs> Let's talk with the family, my guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and, you know, and then after that, you know, yeah, you do get sold dreams that you're going to play on the Mexican national team. But you know what it, what it was? They, the U.S. could have done that. The same thing that maybe they don't roster him to the Mexican national team, but... They, they they at least gave him the op- they capped him you know yeah. what I mean like, yeah yeah that's what you have to do to cap these young players. I a hundred percent agree, <laughs> uh, Sebastian. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, room service. Uh, <laughs> no, it's all good. Uh, a little bit, a little bit about sort of your come up to get to the level of, of Pumas. Uh, it's kind of a two part question, but one. When you found out that Pumas was interested, how excited were you? You know, were you like, which Pumas? You know what I mean? Like, for real? The one I want? Or, the, one and, I was, the one I'm dreaming for? Yeah. And also, you know, if you go back to – and I look, I get that at RSL you were a part of a really exciting young core. Um, but it seems almost you are having an easier time – 
getting starting uh, positions or starting uh, roles with Pumas than you were with RSL at the time. Uh, how does that, how do you sort of, what what are your thoughts on that? And, and how excited were you when you found out that Pumas was interested? Yeah, I mean, you know, it was, everything just changed because, you know, when you're 16 and you're scoring four goals a game against, you know, Strikers Academy or LA Galaxy or whatever, you know, everything just changes because then, satisfied with signing at 17 years old you know what i mean when you're a young player you're satisfied to sign so young and oh i made it you know oh i'm making money but then after you know you start getting a little bit of that taste of you know playing here and there and then you're like oh shoot well i debuted even though it's like in reality it shouldn't even be like that it should be like oh i debuted i want more minutes than just three minutes that i just came in of course you know what i mean yeah so then, you know, I signed at 17, and then I go on this loan to Veracruz at 18. Once again, I'm playing in Liga MX in Veracruz. Mm-hmm. I debuted against America, and I'm starting, and I won the cup. It's like, I, it just changes. It's like, I just didn't know really um, if this was real because I was so young playing at first division in Mexico, and it wasn't, you know, there was not many opportunities for young players, and they did it for me. Yeah. And I come back from this loan to Salt Lake, and it was so tough, man. I It was just, I would play, I wouldn't play, you know. And especially this last year where I was in Salt Lake, or the last two years, you know, it was it was not the best, man. I was I felt like I was disrespected. I, I wanted to do things to play. And, you know, a lot of, it does have to do a lot with maybe on, off the field, you know. I would enjoy time with my friends and family. But, you know, at the end of the day, why I did that and why I wanted to enjoy and have fun was because I wasn't even going to play. I already, I can tell you guys, I already knew I was going to go in when the team was losing or when they were tied or that, or the last five minutes of the game or 10 minutes, if so. And so um, I already, then the last year, I already knew I was going to leave RSL. So I was enjoying more. I was enjoying my friends and family. Yeah. And maybe that's how it shouldn't be. But, you know, I learned now, and, and that's not more what's going to happen here. You know, I want to leave here with the championship. I want to leave here with Sebastian is starting just like I did last season, you know, here before this whole thing happened. Yeah, it makes yeah, it I mean, tough, it, too. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a, you know, not every relationship is great. You know what? Like, not everybody is uh, going to work out or, or or whatever. I thought it was different because I had Freddie in the academy, you know, yeah. and as a coach in the academy. And then I come to RSL and he's head coach. And all of a sudden, I'm getting benched. <laughs> Give me a shot. You know like, me, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah. It's tough. look, you, 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 like, and I, I, I gave you two national championships. <laughs> yeah. You know, I went to GA Cup. I scored sixty goals in fifty games. I know. You're like, Please, should I invite you out with the homies? Is that what the problem is? <laughs> yeah, you want to come out? Think... What's the deal? <laughs> <laughs> look, because you have every reason uh, to be a confident player, right? You like, you, you, you have the resume. So it's just like, yo, why aren't I getting these uh, these opportunities? Uh, and and I did want to talk about, uh, yeah, you did play for Veracruz and you you did get to win a, a, a title. And w- go, going back, uh, go, I. I have two questions. Going back after you win, you obviously you think like I, yo, 
Sebastian's in the building. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> Remember me from the parade. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can see that. So I'm, I'm curious how, how you felt coming back, right, with, with, with that confidence. And also, Veracruz. Uh, <laughs> apparently, there's a llama in there. Uh, <laughs> that's all good. Um, Veracruz, can, can you talk about that? Because the team did fold uh, last year, and that was like a, a really kind of a, a bit of a shock to, to a lot of soccer fans in Mexico. It, it's just, it's so upsetting, man, you know, because I lived the best part um, in Veracruz for the club. And it's like, it was so crazy because we went. The, the Copa MX yeah. in the his the first time in the history yeah. of the club. So we're a very, very that was a very, very special group. And yeah, like you said, I, I went to that, you know, and I came back and I felt like dang, like I feel like I'm gonna be a really, really good player. And truly look to be fair, I I felt like if I would have been focused and determined and all this that I'm doing here in Pumas, I guarantee you a year I would have scored at least 10 goals. Wow. I, and I'm not saying because it's easy, but it's saying because if I can do it here, I could do it there as well. And there's more games, you know what I mean? There's more, it's a whole year round. Yeah, yeah. Here it's just six months. Dude, you know, it's funny. Tiburones was going to be the, the club that I was going to pick because I found out that more Cubans live in Veracruz. There's a lot of Cubans that live there. So the accent in Veracruz kind of sounds like the Cuban accent. I'm like, yo, those are my peoples, right? Oh, yeah, coño, que che, you know, que coño. I was like, these are my people. I could go there and I could fit right in. And then the club closes. I was like, what the hell's going yeah, on? No, it's it, it was definitely a good city. You know, I love living there. It was very, very cheap. You know, beach was nice. Uh, I couldn't complain. You know, I I had every I, I had everything I needed. Yeah, did they did they pay you? That's always a big issue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they, they paid. Okay, it was good. okay, yeah, you got, got your money. It was, it was we, like I said, we got the special group. So yeah. We, Won the cup. That was good. You know, we, we were good. We I can't complain. Nice. <laughs> nice. So, um, okay. So we have, uh, I don't, again, don't know if you want to talk about this or can or whatever. Um, but the, I'm curious about your thoughts about um, Mike Petke when he was uh, your coach and when he, when he was let go. Is there any uh, you know again you don't have to get into any too too many details if you do not want to. But yeah. how how did you know a lot of we, we know the the negative things that Mike Petke did and and why he was let go. What were were there any what were the positive things at least you felt and what was your relationship with him like? Well, to be fair, I never thought he should have gotten fired for that. Okay. And the reason why I tell you is because you can use that word in so many different. Yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. Like you can, yeah. I mean, you yeah. can use it in so many different options. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? And I get him. You know what I mean? It's frustrating. You know, and and as a coach, why is he fighting? He's fighting for your team. You know, for protecting his players, for wanting the best for his team. So being let go for something like that, I get it. It's. He's not, I mean, I have some, like, I don't know how to explain it. If he's using it, like, directly to call him that, then, you know, that's not a bad thing. But if he's using it to call, like, a girl that, then, yeah, I mean. Yeah, the, like, be. context is important. And we've, yeah. we've spoken about this a lot, especially as, as Spanish speakers. We know, like, the context is important. I mean, in general. It's a people, complex word. Yeah, people don't yeah. want to, you know, when somebody's taking a goal kick, 
people are like, yo, we don't need this in the, in the game. Yeah. Uh, in, yeah. in, but in general, when it comes to the scope of the Spanish language and then Mexican in particular, you know, like that, that the certain uh, uh, Spanish kind of countries use words differently. And, and it, the word means different things to different people. Um, but yeah, it, it is, uh, you know, look, it, it, he, he knows he shouldn't have done it. That's, kind of, that's really the main thing. It was also yeah. the only word on the Regardless note. You know what of- I mean? Like if put some other words in there, you know what I mean? <laughs> Give us some context when it's the only one. It's like you're going to be rated against the worst possible yeah, use of no, that I word. I think regardless, you know, he shouldn't be using that type of language either. Yeah. But for me, he should have never been fired. What do you think about him as a coach? He was very, very bipolar. Yeah. Oh, okay. Very bipolar. Like so I, I would I don't know if I was on his good side sometimes or I was in his bad side. You know, I wouldn't I couldn't complain. You know, his work was good, you know. It was it was fun, you know, I enjoyed it when I was playing and yeah, I enjoyed him, you know, when when, when he was good, but then I didn't know when I would get him in a bad you mean, he, I think he that's also temp- just the East Coast attitude. You know what I mean? Like we're generally kind of angry at all times. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you never really know if we're happy. You just accept <laughs> yeah. slightly less angry as happy. You know what I mean? Well, we he, know. Pecky yeah. always sounds like he got the wrong sandwich at a deli, regardless of how you know. <laughs> oh, it's my birthday. You're like, did you not want it to be your birthday? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I get that. No, he was. You know, there was when he was on his good side. I couldn't complain. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right. Again, I, I had mentioned we had questions from the Gully Squad, which was our our supporters group. Uh, and uh, we had a question from Catherine Tucker, who's a big RSL fan. And she just uh, there's also a very she, important part of this question, which I'm, I hope you get to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That, and that is what I'm going to uh, yeah. I'm going to start with, because she's from Utah. Uh, I, also, I think also from Park City. And she said, uh, Devanza's pizza or or the pie? No, Devon's is for sure. Okay. Man. Like <laughs> that was fast. I'm a, I'm a look. I'm a look this up. I don't know if you know this, Sebastian. I'm a pizza I expert. I can't be eating that anymore, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm a pizza time, yeah. expert here in New York, so I'm just going to judge your pizza taste real quick. But, <laughs> so, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, I I am not the pizza expert, but the, when uh, you know the, we get into a lot of pizza debates uh, on our show because of Alexis's expertise. Are, are you a, a general? Are you generally a big fan of pizza in the off season no, or whatever? I can eat pizza. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm a fan. Yeah. I mean, you know, pizza comes in clutch whenever you need it. Yeah, dude. It's carbs. <laughs> you, know you got a nice, uh, the, the wings look great, and so do the tacos, which I did not think I would say about a pizza place. But the pizza, I'll just yeah, I'll good. just say, okay. <laughs> All right. It's definitely considered pizza. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Need a visit. Yeah, I got to go. She also said hometown hero, which has got to be exciting, right? To be someone from. Park City, Utah, go all the way to play for Pumas to to hear and and to to, to still feel love from the RSL fans. How does that How does that feel for you? I feel thankful. You know, um, when you when you talk about Park City, you talk about gold medalists and skiing. You know, other stuff that yeah. has to do with you know snow, and not really so much so, you know a sport that's like soccer. You know, and and for me to be able to you know set my stamp i think it's kind of like it's it's a blessing because you know it's footsteps that little kids can follow from park city you know and and say i come from a small city but you know who cares you know this small city wants to produce more soccer players growing from park city so yeah 
it's definitely a blessing to be able to, you know, represent Park City in general. Yeah, you know, I, mean, a, I, I was uh, I was mentioning to you off air. I was I was in uh, Park City. I was snowboarding, and I I'm just curious what the soccer scene is like out there because I was on I was snowboarding on the mountain. And I'm like, there's nobody who looks like me on this mountain. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, no, and you you know, there's very beautiful fields out there. You know, there, it's growing definitely. So. Um, you know, I think when you start getting players, more and more players to come out and be successful, um, you start kind of investing in, in the little clubs, you know, that come out of there, a lot of soccer teams. And, and you know, it's really cool. Actually, my dad has a little soccer team and their team's really, really good. And I'm, and I'm happy for my dad to finally have a job that, you know, he's expressing himself on how, how just like how he helped me. Yeah. He wants to do it for young kids, you know, and. You know, it's tough because, you know, my dad was never, never had that job, you know, yeah. and he had other jobs and it's, and, and for him to have a, a big change like that, it's, I, it's a very, very, I, I see it like a very happy thing for me because you don't always have to work so hard and kill yourself like you know, like how my dad did, you know, to have me happy, you know? Yeah. No, that's, that's, awesome. that's uh, inspiring. I mean, my, my parents, you know, immigrants, my dad is a mechanic. My mom is a seamstress. She's just been sewing. My mom still, I don't make enough money to, so my mom doesn't, you know, doesn't yeah. have to yeah. sew clothes. Uh, so yeah. I'm like trying to, that's where I'm trying to get to. Same here. I'm first yeah, generation no, American that's, and that's my mother amazing. works in a hospital and my dad is a professional ghost because we've never <laughs> seen him. We, do, we don't know what he looks like. <laughs> And you don't make a lot of money as a ghost. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, no, yeah, I mean, that's funny. No, yeah, for sure. That's that's definitely something where, you know, you can never go wrong. You know, um, uh, I think I felt like I've taken, you know, Ralph Salt Lake and MLS for granted. And, you know, that was not something in my part that was very, very professional and if I can go back, I would do things different because one, I can, I, I had my family in Utah, you know, and, and for them to see me happy and playing and scoring, it would have been something different. And now that I'm doing something here in Mexico City where they're in Utah, you know, it's not the same to have the same feeling in TV than you do in person, you know? Yeah. Sure. Actually, you mentioned that and you clearly have a lot of love for Park City, Utah. Look, it's it's not a secret that the split between you and RSL wasn't the most amicable, right? It wasn't the easiest. Uh, do you think that bridge is burnt? Do you ever see yourself maybe later on in your career making a, a change, maybe being able to go back? Do you think that's possible? Yeah, for sure. I think I think it's very very possible to go back to Salt Lake, you know, and I would love to. Cool. Because one, they know my talent, and they know that if I'm doing, if I'm being as professional as I'm doing it here in Pumas, I and if I take that over with what I learned here and go back, then you know for sure I would be able to be a key player for Real Salt Lake. And I felt like I was a key player when I was starting, was scoring back-to-back games and yeah, and 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 it's crazy because you know even if I scored back-to-back games or if I didn't or I assisted, there was a time where I made like. The, the what is it the team of the week you know four times in a row and not everyone does that you know and if you do it, it's because you're starting every single game and you know you have that starting spot but I was able to do it and the takeaway is that I would love to go back to Salt Lake and I would love to be able to 
kill it in Salt Lake. But, you know, right now I'm at a very big club. And, yep. and I want to prove myself more than what I've already. Um, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, and by I'm the way, not... that question was from Ian. So if it sounded intelligent, it's because I didn't think of it. <laughs> that was Ian, who's one of our Gully Squad members. Yes, another <laughs> RSL fan. No, you know, frankly, I mean, I, I don't think uh, when it comes to MLS or just American soccer in general, like your your story is not even close to being done, man. So it's it's amazing what what you're doing, and and as as fans of soccer, as as Americans, man, we're we're absolutely proud of you. So you know, and we're so excited to see you with that senior team, bro, because I know you're gonna do it. <laughs> I would love to, man. I, I'm, I've been waiting. I've been hungry for it, and I can't wait. And All you right. know what? Right. We still haven't picked Liga Emeki's clubs, so you know what? I'm going to be a Pumas fan. How about Let's that? Let's go, Pumas. Do That's it. it. I got to get got- me a jersey. You sell them we- in double XL? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to give you guys the information after so you, I can ship you guys jerseys. Oh, oh hell That's yeah. Kind, man. Thank this you, is dude. Not, it's not like MLS. You know, I think you spend like 100 bucks for a jersey. I get, I, I pay 100 bucks here and I get like 15. Let's go, dog. Yo, look at let's do this. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out with us and uh, Sebastian Salcedo. Uh, this was incredible. You, man. This was incredible. Thank you for just being uh, dope and, and sincere and honest. And uh, yeah, we again, we wish you the, all the best in this upcoming uh, Liga MX season and hopefully representing the U.S. men's national team in, uh, in, in some international competitions. Is there anything you want to let people know uh, before we sign off? No, just obviously keep respecting these quarantine rules and, and um, you know, this, this virus stuff is, is crazy, you know. So as long as we all respect it, we're all going to get through this together. But other than that, no, I appreciate you guys for having me on here. It was a blast, you know, and, and I'm going to have to send you guys those jerseys. You guys are in Pumas. <laughs> Let's go. Sure. Yeah, well, you'll see us rocking them on, on the show, man. We appreciate I can't wait you. till Hercules Gomez comes on the show, which is coming up soon. He's going to be mad because I'm going to wear it. <laughs> I'm aware yeah, for no. sure. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I have to wear it. All right, everybody. So uh, let's. Uh, so just make sure, uh, make sure you follow uh, Sebastian on all social media. Uh, follow us at Soccer Cooligans, uh, and also follow at Fubo Sports. And you sub- subscribe to the Fubo Sports YouTube channel if you'd like to watch full episodes of our program. Uh, so with that said, let's end the show the way we normally do. So for Sebastian Salcedo, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The Cool Games! (laughs) (laughs) We are, (laughs) too. Amazing.